Welcome to the Modern Poetry in Translation podcast. I'm Claire Pollard, the editor, and I'm pleased to introduce this episode created by our 2021 Writers in Residence, Sam Riviere and Catalina Stanislav, which focuses on contemporary Romanian poetry. Hello and welcome. I'm Sam Riviere, one of Modern Poetry in Translation's Writers in Residence for 2021. And today we're going to be discussing Romanian poetry. I'm joined in hosting this um, interview podcast by um, Catalina Stanislav, who's my Modern Poetry and Translation co-writer-in-residence. Uh, she is a poet and translator from Sibiu, Romania. And her first poetry collection uh, was published by OMG Publishing House this year. The, the title, I think, translates as Don't Interrupt Me. I visited Romania twice before, uh, to give poetry readings and I've been intrigued by Romanian poetry from before that when about a decade ago I read an interview with the um, poet monk Adrian Ermanov um, and I've written a little bit about this on the Mo Modern Poetry and Translation blog. Kathleen also has a, a blog post about um, contemporary Romanian poetry which you should check out. Um, Ermanov was part of the 2000s generation uh, one of the most influential and significant groupings of poets in Romania post-1989. And the same applies to our guests today, Gabi Eftimier and Elena Vladovianu. Gabi has lived in Sweden since 2011, where she teaches Swedish and translates literature and children's books. Um, her debut poetry collection, the title of which I think translates as Polaroid Red Eyes, This is a Test, was published in 2006, followed by The North is a State of Mind in 2014. Her work has featured in several anthologies in Romanian, Hungarian, German, Swedish and English. She's participated in various festivals and workshops. And in 2020, she published her most recent poetry collection, Sputnik in the Garden, also from OMG Publishing. Uh, Elena is a writer and journalist who works and lives in Bucharest. She's published several poetry books, including Private Space, a Handbook, that's 2009, Money, Work, Free Time, 2017, and The Wonderful Disney World, 2019. In 2018, she funded the uh, Sophia Nadije Literary Awards for Women Writers, um, I believe the first of its kind in Romania. And in 2021, she published her first short story collection, August. Um, so we're going to begin with a short reading from, from both poets um, in both Romanian and English, Gabby and then Elena. And after that, Catalina and I will ask them a little more about their poetry and their perspectives on Roma the Romanian tradition of poetry more generally. Um, so, Gabby. Okay, I will start by reading a poem which participated in a project. Um, which is called Spazi Vers, uh, Green Areas, I think it is in English. Spazi Vers. Mă prefac că sunt turist în propriul meu oraș și merg până la ultima stație. Pe autopilot nu durează prea mult și filtrul dispare. În curând ajung la ultima. Părul electrizat s-a întins în direcția de mers. 
coleg ferimiturile lăsate de ceilalți și încerc să ghicesc. Pâine, biscuiți, falafel, în față parcul, plămânul verde al orașului. În adâncul cel mai adânc, peștii se înlănțuie, dăinuie ca uranul. Croncăniturile corbului nu mai răzbat. Cu fundarul mare își lansează țipătul ca o plasă de pescar pe suprafața apei. Mă las în voia stimulilor. Meditație ghidată. Parcul are sonorul închis. E pierdut și el în spațiu. La ora asta doar porumbei își mai unguie mantrele. Toți să fie fericiți. Cu toții să fim scutiți de neputință. Fie ca toți să se îngrijească de binele celuilalt. Fie ca nimeni să nu aibă parte de întristare. Un hidrobuz verde iluminat răsară din întunericul care se lasă. And now I will also read my translation of green areas. Pretending to be a tourist in my own town, I take the bus to the last stop. It doesn't take long and all filters disappear when you're on autopilot. Soon, I arrive to my destination. My electrified hair is spread in the same direction as I'm headed to. I pick up crumbs left behind of my fellow passengers and I try to guess. Bread, biscuits, falafel, Ahead, the park, the green lung of the city. In the deepest depth, fishes hobble, enduring like uranium. The crow's croaking doesn't pierce through anymore. The black-throated loon spreads out its cry like a fishnet through the lake's surface. I surrender to these inputs, like in some guided meditation. The park, now on mute, is lost in space. Pigeons coo their mantras. Happiness to all humankind. Let us be spared by weakness. May all care for their fellows' well-being. Don't let anyone experience gloom or sorrow. Suddenly, a green, lit water bus pops up in the surrounding twilight. Thank you. And uh, we'll hear from Elena now. Okay, I will read from um, money work and uh, I don't know, free time or leisure because uh, my translator um, preferred leisure for free time. So I will, uh, uh, I will read uh, two short, uh, short fragments uh, in Romanian and after I will switch to, to English. 
și dintr-o dată încep să curgă bani. Dintr-o dată învățăm să mulțumim. Într-un fel mulțumești când ești invitat la un eveniment neplătit, într-un alt fel la un eveniment plătit. Mulțumesc mult, mulțumesc frumos. Băi, nici nu știu cum să-ți mulțumesc. Eu îți mulțumesc, a fost extraordinar. A fost o onoare să fiu astăzi aici. Dar parcă nu e suficient. Ajungi acasă, postez pe Facebook. Ce frumos a fost, ce bună organizare, m-am simțit minunat. Tăguiești organizatorii să vadă că știi să fii recunoscător. Poate și data viitoare să vor gândi la tine. Să ieși un aparat foto, să faci și poze. Să faci și temenele, să te ploconești, să te slugărnicești, să te căciulești, să te milogești. Dar voi, banilor, atunci când veniți, de unde veniți? De la primărie, de la minister, de la institut, de la revistă, de la uniune, de la sponsor, de la băieții șmecheri. Sunteți aducători de fericire sau ochii dracului? Să întreb cine marchează banul sau mai bine bag capul în nisip castruțul? Dacă nu vă iau acum, ne mai întâlnim noi oare? Dar dacă vă iau, oamenii vor citi pe mine compromis. Și ce pot face eu cu un compromis? Pot să-mi umplu frigiderul cu bunăstare? Pot să văd un spectacol la național sau să-mi iau o pereche de pantofi? Ce se poate face în general cu un compromis? Ok. And now I will uh, read them in English. They were, uh, the texts were translated by Andrea Hadumbu. And then suddenly the money starts pouring in we suddenly learn to say thank you. There's one way of thanking at an unpaid, unpaid event and another way at a paid event. Thank you very much, thanks a lot. Gosh, I don't even, I don't even know how to thank you. No, I thank you. It was amazing. It was an honor to be here today. But that, that doesn't seem, seem enough. You get home. You post on Facebook how wonderful it was. Very good organization. I felt great. You tag the organizers. Let them see you know how to be grateful. Maybe they'll think of you next time too. Make sure you bring your camera and take photos. Make sure you bow and scrape. Make sure you grovel. Make sure you lick boots. Make sure you cringe. Make sure you beg. And you money when you And you money, when you do come, where do you come from? From the city hall, from the ministry, from the institute, from the magazine, from the writer's union, from the sponsor, from the smart guys. Are you a bringer of happiness or the root of, or the root of all evil? Should I ask where the funding comes from or better just bury my head in the sand? If I don't take you now, will you ever meet again? But if I do take you, people will read compromise on my face. And what good is a compromise to me? Can I fill my fridge with health? Can I see a play at the National Theatre or should I buy a pair of shoes? What can you generally do with a compromise? Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I just had a quick question about your, your readings. Your styles of reading are so different. Um, Uh, like strikingly so. And I wondered how much, uh, it's a question for each of you, I wondered how much um, the performance of poetry or the reading of poetry, how important is that to you as, as poets? Uh, Elena? Um, yes, uh, this is a very good question because um, uh, I, I was thinking um, a lot about, uh, about this. 
Um, I uh, even studied um, uh, about uh, performance poetry because uh, um, I have uh, uh, MA, MA I think, um, uh, in um, uh, performative studies. Mm. And uh, this was my dissertation about the performative uh, promote performativity of the contemporary poetry. Mm -hmm. So I'm, uh, I'm very concerned with uh, this uh, quality of the text and uh, this um, uh, quality of the voice or of my voice. How, uh, how can I use my voice when I read a text to improve it, if you want? Mm -hmm. um, can I, um, does my voice or has my voice uh, does my voice, my voice have any, per, per, any performative qualities and uh, how can I get to them, you know? Um, and um, every time I, uh, I read in public in front of, a, of, a, of, of an audience, um, I try to uh, put my, uh, my whole, whole energy into, into the reading, you know? Um, for me, is, it is very important to share a quantity of energy with, with the, the audience. Mm. And um, I think uh, uh, through this energy, I can uh, uh, put a lot or more sense, if you want, in the text. I don't know, it's very clear. Why yeah, no, it, it makes perfect sense. Um, okay. Gabby, what about your your approach to performance or reading aloud even? Mm. I um, it's only recently I I think I gave this some more attention um, and uh, it is it has a, a very um, ridiculous um, explanation or cause. It's because I've been criticized a lot um, and I'm very self-aware that my voice is very bad and I have some problems with my voice and I'm... Well, I disagree. No, but it's, it's something I'm treating with um, um, a doctor because of my job. I, I've, I've lost uh, quite a lot of, of my voice's uh, strength. So... Um, but um, as I said, until recently, I, I haven't been aware of reading as, um, as a layer, like Elena said, uh, that can um, be a kind of um, an, interp an interpretive um, tool uh, for the poem. Um, and it's also because I, I don't like to read in public at all. Um, so I prefer to combine the text with something else, like for instance, um, po um, photography or um, music, sounds, uh, that type of thing. And this was also something very natural for me when I, when I first tried to write. I wasn't very aware of that what I was writing was actually poetry or it was supposed to be poetry. So it was just something I did. And I always kind of combined it with uh, images and things I've seen on the internet. I'm very eclectic in that mm. way that I 
like absorb um, things and I can sometimes find other media more expressive and than than the text itself. Um, it's interesting that you both seem to regard performance as a as an improvement or an extra layer to mm. provide your poems with, where rather than, for example, a translation of the poems into a, it's like that it requires an additional element, maybe. Yeah, I like I like it better better actually when other people do something else with my poems, like. <laughs> use it as a support for, I don't know what, performance, or they make some kind of a, a video out of it, like a video poem or, or something like that. Because I, I don't, and the other thing is that I don't write that type of poetry, which necessarily requires to be performed. I usually don't write political poems, for instance, or not very, um, out there politically, <laughs> political in that sense, with a message that I don't appreciate poets who read very well. I, on the contrary, oh. I really, I really admire those poets who can perform their poems. For instance, I um, find it very inspiring to listen to Russian, the Russian school of poetry or for instance, po poets from the Republic of Moldova who have this, this tradition to to uh, very be very expressive. In yeah. mm. It's interesting that maybe a, a poem, when it's encountered on the page, although it maybe is hard to define what this is, that there's something that is lost from that experience once the poem is removed from a solitary reading experience and put into a public domain. Um, Kathleen, maybe that brings us on to a question about um, uh, the, the prize that I know um, that I mentioned in my introduction. Uh, yeah, so my question relates to the Sofiana Dejde Literary Awards, but also to, to your experience of being a, a woman writer in Romania. So um, Elena, you're the founder of, of these awards, the only literary awards dedicated to, to people who identify as women in Romania. And Gabi, you've, you've been awarded this prize uh, for poetry last edition. Um, can you maybe expand a little bit on your experience with Sofiana Dejde and also uh, on your experience of being a woman writer in Romania? Um, also Gabi, a woman writer in Sweden now. Um, and do you think these projects, these events, um, such as the, the literary awards, are, are necessary in the current situation in Romania? Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Katarina, for, uh, for this question. Uh, in fact, I'm a co-founder of uh, this, uh, this prize. Uh, because uh, we were um, from uh, the very beginning uh, um, a group of um, few artists and uh, you joined us um, after the first edition, I think. Um, and uh, for me, this is a very important aspect of the project because uh, I uh, strongly believe in uh, collaboration and uh, in, uh, in uh, a work together and uh, in a kind of solidarity solidarity if you want um, for me it is important that we uh, uh, we do this uh, project together 
you know i don't want to um, um i i want i don't want that the, this project to be um uh, synonymous with me you know i yeah. want to be our shared project <laughs> i only phrase it i only phrase it like that because it was awkward to put me in the mix <laughs> okay uh, so uh, yes i think it is still a need for uh, for this kind of project in 2018 when we started it was the very very first project of this kind um, it was um, a, uh, the first cultural project literary project connected to um, uh, genre issues um, gender issues sorry um, and uh, in that moment uh, if i uh, uh, I can rem well remember, I feel a very, um, I don't know how to say, uh, kind of uh, inequity, in in um, that equilibrium. Inequality? Lack of balance between literary written by men and liter uh, lit literature writ uh, written by men and literature written by women. Uh, this doesn't mean that women, women uh, have uh, or had no access to publish, to read, to um, re public readings and uh, so on. But it was a, um, a difference between the visibility. I think, um, always the literature written by men was more uh, and got more visibility than the literature written by women. And I, I don't know if uh, after uh, uh, three years, we could uh, say the same, same thing. I think uh, there is a very, um, there are only few years, only three years, but what I can surely say now is that, um, uh, our project uh, started a discussion about uh, gender in uh, art, uh, started a, ser a series of um, uh, different, different uh, artistic events connected to gender. Uh, we have now um, um, kind of a movie festival with movies made only by uh, uh, by women. Uh, we have uh, another lit uh, literary festival called Literature and Feminism. We have a lot uh, now after three years. Uh, we have uh, in Romania, we have uh, a lot of cultural projects connected to, uh, to these issues. And I think uh, we, uh, we have, um, there are still necessary for, uh, for, uh, for our uh, artistic environment Gabi how do you how do you see these things and how did you see them in Romania when you were living in Romania and how do you see them now uh, from Sweden um, it's a completely different perspective I think uh, that I have which differs a lot from Elena's perspe uh, perspective of course and it's because I've been living here for almost 10 years. So I cannot say that my point of view is very um, representative for 
poets or writers or artists uh, in general living in Romania. But what I can appreciate with um, this project that Elena was uh, presenting is the fact that um, it's completely free of any kind of authority like the, for instance, Writers Union, which is a very um, old structure that uh, has uh, no connection or no, how should I say, which doesn't have anything to do with what actually ha is happening in um, the literary life, especially when it comes to um, younger uh, authors. And by younger, I mean people who are writing and publishing for, for the first time today, who are completely ignored by this uh, group, this union, and people who maybe have come to their 30s, 40s or, or so. So it's very surprising for me that such a union, which is supposed to be um, the official um, representative of writers from that country doesn't actually care about what's actually going on and the real values that are actually emerging. Um, so I, I really appreciate this, this fact of this independence of, of the project, that it's simply made by people who are passionate about bringing awareness about this issue. But with that said, I'm, I think I also have a kind of a cautious um, position because in Sweden, I'm a bit worried about the development here. Um, and with that, I mean that there's, um, I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's called a quote system, like a quota system where, um, for instance, in case you are participating to a fest poetry festival, or let's say something as simple like a, um, a radio program, you have to like, be very aware that you invite the exact same amount of women um, and men, which I find a bit forced and um, and um, I don't personally I don't want to be invited to a program or a festival because I'm a woman. If you understand my point, so I yeah. want to be taken into consideration as a writer, not as a woman. Yeah, so that that's why I'm not I'm not such a big fan of this development in Sweden, for instance. So it might have to be a more sort of organic way of this being handled. I think, or... we, I think that things have to come to a, a balance, like Elena said, where there's no balance, you have to first start from somewhere, and then you can uh, normalize things to a level where it's not even an issue. Yeah. But here I feel it's a kind of a... Artificial. Yeah. I think there's an argument, or at least in the UK, something I've witnessed is almost like a pendulum swing the other way, 
So that, um, but maybe this is in, a, in the historical sense necessary. I wondered if this would um, join up nicely with your question about generations, Catalina? Yes, um, I have two questions related to this. One is, what do you think, um, how, how do you relate to the 2000s generation? Or if you still relate to it in any way, how important was it for you? And also, how do you think you relate to the new generation of poets? And what do you think changed in, in these 20 years? Of course, uh, the 2000 generation was important for me because um, it was that moment uh, when I started to um, assume my, uh, my writing and uh, to be conscious, conscious, uh, conscious about um, uh, making my writing uh, uh, public. Is it okay <laughs> to to show my writing to to uh, to an audience if you want? Um, and maybe it's hard to imagine how was the beginning of uh, two thousand uh, uh, here in Romania because we uh, there were there there was no internet. We don't. We we um, um, didn't have access to I don't know libraries books uh, only I don't know few few books uh, we didn't uh, know uh, very much about contemporary literature in that uh, in that moment contemporary um, uh, literature written in Europe for uh, for for example and um, it was uh, also. Um, a group energy, if you want, because uh, we started uh, in um, um, kind of meetings. We called uh, called them. Uh, I don't know the, the English word for chanaklu. Maybe reading club. Maybe reading club or book club. Reading and club. Uh, club is okay. Yeah, reading uh, reading club. Uh, and um, like a workshop, would that be the same thing or not really? Like a no. workshop, sort like of. A poetry right? workshop or poetry um, reading. Yeah. yeah, like a reading group, really. Yeah, yeah reading group. And we were reading, and uh, someone else uh, uh, was saying, uh, This is shit. Go and uh, write, write it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great! Yes, we have a big writer between us. It was uh, the, um, uh, the workshop, if you want this uh, the, uh, this word. It was like this. This was uh, the entire workshop. She worked great. <laughs> so Sam, it's similar to it's similar to what you and Crispin experienced at yeah, sure in in Cluj. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Though. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah tr the people telling you the truth about your poetry, which in which in the UK is unheard of that anyone <laughs> would do this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it was that kind of uh, the beginning, if you want, uh, a very aggressive beginning. Um, maybe. Um, I don't know which is the good word in this uh, this case, but very aggressive. And I think the aggressivity uh, was uh, our mark in uh, mm. in that days uh, of the beginning uh, of uh, of the thousand, uh, uh, 2000, uh, 2000. And um, I was 
feeling like being with them and not being with them. And um, I think also this is another uh, quality of, uh, of uh, us, all uh, the writers uh, who started to write and to, pub to uh, publish um, them. Because I think every, um, every one of us um, uh, had and has another way different from, from the a big way, if you want, or um, different of uh, the others. Hmm. Uh, some guys go to the, to the church, the monasteries, um, I am journalist, uh, another works in um, um, publicity, another in a publishing house. So uh, everybody has a different uh, way. And um, in the same time, I think everybody um, uh, uh, got another um, way of doing and uh, or uh, um, of um, of doing literature and um, of thinking about literature and art in general, because some of us um, um, stayed uh, are still very connected to the literature, to yeah. the maybe pure literature, if you want. But another one, uh, one an uh, others like me and uh, Gabi, um, we are uh, interested more in um, research more in um, experimental way of doing literature or uh, of thinking about literature and art because uh, like uh, Gabi or Gabi is interested in uh, mixing uh, literature with uh, images mm -hmm. i'm also interested in uh, putting uh, um, words with movies and voices and sounds um, i for me, this uh, this kind of research, not only in literature, but also in uh, my um, uh, performative texts, uh, in my uh, texts written for theater, uh, this kind of research is very important. I don't so want. Sort of, sorry, so there's sort of a um, collectivity to this group, obviously, but at the same time, it sounds like it allowed everyone to develop individually in quite drastically different ways like it sounds like there was a real spectrum of directions people went out in from that it's a quite an interesting tension though because i think when i think about poetry groups i sometimes think of them as quite constraining like that in a way they can sometimes prohibit the an individual path but this sounds like it's not wasn't really like that that this was part of it right that you became more the kind of writer you are rather than more part of a group at the beginning, it was a very common uh, feeling, if you want. We yeah. were uh, interested in the same themes, in the same major issues. We were um, reading uh, maybe the same kind of texts. But uh, this was only for, I don't know, two, maybe three years. And after this, I think everything, uh, everything changed. And um, um, at the beginning also, uh, it was a very friendly, if you want, uh, group. They were friends be between, uh, between them. I, wore, uh, I wasn't with them. 
I wasn't friends with them, you know. I I I didn't drink with uh, with the with them, if you want. But um, this um, uh, common air disappeared but, mm. um, um, after two or three years, and uh, everybody um, uh, went uh, on his own. Is that your experience, Gabby? Also, no, not at all. Actually, I'm. Uh, when it comes to my age, I could be part of the same uh, generation, but I never went to, I actually attended one reading as a spectator, not as a, I didn't read anything, I didn't write anything at that time either. So I went with some friends just to listen to some of my colleagues who were already part of this literary group and these workshops or poetry readings and I was very um, surprised by uh, this uh, aggressive tone that Elena mentioned uh, but I found it also very refreshing actually because it was very um, genuine uh, people actually just reacted very spontaneously uh, to the readings and said both um, it wasn't this kind of three stars and a wish uh, kind of feedback it was it was very straightforward and they were telling you to either to fuck off if you if you are if you were you just very tentative with your style and language but you actually also got some um, applied uh, criticism very much based on the text so they took the text and made it you know like with like you do with the chicken bones <laughs> that you pick the, pick the meat from the bone and you are left with a skeleton that's how they did with the text and that I found very both refreshing scaring and I also scary and I also realized that I um nowhere near um, this level of writing or this level of talent so i i remember i didn't write anything for quite a, a while uh, because i didn't feel um i didn't feel part of the group i think it was also a kind of a um inferiority complex I, I didn't write at that time I didn't think I would write even um, but I also didn't feel represent represented by those preoccupations that this group had so I waited a couple of years and my debut came very late um, so if they wrote their first books, uh, let's say 2003 through 2004 or something like this, I wrote my first one to and published my first one 2007, I think. Um, I think Romanian poets publish earlier than poets in the UK, just as an interesting point of difference. When I visited, a lot of poets seem to publish their first book when they're 20 or younger even. Mm -hmm. Whereas in most of my contemporaries, probably their first book, end of their 20s, 30s even. Yeah. So it's, it's, an, interesting, it's an interesting comparison. 
And there are a lot of uh, very young writers today who write extremely well, uh, who are, I don't know, 16 even, or 20 something, who write like a completely formed uh, poet or writer. And that I found very fascinating. But um, so my, I think my influences came at that time, at least from very different sources. For instance, I was raised with MTV as a babysitter. <laughs> I was also raised on YouTube. So, um, so those are my influences actually not, I didn't read poetry. I, I actually started reading poetry after I published my first book because that, then I was like, okay, so what now? Am I a poet? Should I? Okay, let me check what other poets write. And so it was like that. But today I feel more influenced by literature as well. And that maybe shows on my style. I, I wanted to ask, well, first of all, maybe this is a, um, just a follow-up question from Catalina's question, but you spoke about the, the aggression of this particular scene. And I wondered if, to connect this to the um, the, the, the Women's um, Literature Prize, whether this migration is a particularly masculine phenomenon or whether that would be unfair. And, and I suppose whether you see a, a change from these, um, this kind of generation to I don't know, something more like Catalina's generation now. Uh, from your vantage, is there a noticeable shift or is it, um, is it a generation that is quite influenced by your own generation? I find the, the new generation uh, very interesting and uh, very connected to new media, if you want. Uh, I think they are not so interested in um, um, generation issues because uh, when we started, we were uh, in a big fight with uh, our uh, precursors. Is it okay? <laughs> we want. We want. Uh, we wanted all of them dead. <laughs> you know, and uh, we thought about uh, their literature. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, it, uh, it. We thought that their literature is uh, boring and uh, uh, overrated, and uh, 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 it should disappear. If you want. But I think the new generation uh, doesn't have any of these kind of issues. They, uh, they write and they write well, or maybe not so well, but they write. They are interesting in all kinds of uh, um, art, artistic fields. I don't know, because uh, um, I think our generation, uh, for our generation, but for our uh, artistic generation, for a generation uh, in general, not only for the writers. In the same time, for the uh, uh, performers, uh, for the movie directors, for the theater directors, I think the fields were more pure than for the new generation. Mm -hmm. um, I look at the, the new writers, the new venues in, uh, in the literature, and I think uh, they all have uh, connection, uh, connections to movie, to theater, to visual art. And I think this is very important for, uh, for, uh, for uh, an artist. 
mm. not only for a writer, for an artist in general, it's very important to be connected to all kinds of arts, to all, to all artistic fields, and to know uh, what kind of art um, the people like you, the people from your generation are doing. Yes, can I okay, ask okay. Gabby the same question? Uh, I think it's, um, it's actually very easy to answer the first question. It was very masculine energy. There were maybe two writers who were um, uh, women, and it was Elena and Ruxandra Novak. And that was about it. The, the rest was actually guys. But it's not only that, it's also, of course, more complex. It had to do with their personalities, but it was also a generational issue, not as a, and, and here I don't mean in a literary sense. I mean, that was the generation, the, the post-punk generation, actually, like in Romania, it was very delayed, you know, this, this was maybe the type of attitudes you would see in the rest of Europe, maybe in the 70s or maybe early 80s. Kind of Generation X, kind of, sort of nihilistic. Yeah, like a kind of a punk attitude, which yeah. was very necessary, like Elena said, because we had to do away with the, the previous generations. We wanted them to disappear, like Elena said, and that really required this kind of attitude, I think. And I'm very grateful for for that generation. But when with uh, when it comes to what happens today, I feel there might be some differences when it comes to the two main hubs of the literary world world in Romania, which is. Uh, Cluj and maybe Bucharest. I can see some tendencies. I can see some main figures, some gurus in both parts uh, who have very strong influence on those who write. But I also see a very welcoming, very welcoming atmosphere uh, when it comes to venues. And I also see a big um, tolerance towards different kinds of currents and preoccupations. So it's a bit more, um, how should I put it, cosmopolitan <laughs> atmosphere, I think, uh, which is not necessarily only a good thing. But thank you so much for agreeing to do this. It's been so interesting um, for me, certainly. So that concludes our interview. Thank you very much to Gabby and Elena. Thank you from Catalina and me.